If you've ever been to New York City, then you've probably been to Little Italy. When you step into Little Italy, it's like you're transported to a different country. The people and the place instantly become Italian. Restaurants, pastry shops, clothing stores, the language, the grandmothers, it all becomes truly Italian in Little Italy. Much like how Italy invades a few blocks in New York City and transforms it into Little Italy, God's desire from the very beginning has been to create heaven on earth so that he could dwell with humanity. In fact, the whole Bible is a story of how God wants to create his own Little Italy on earth. He wants to create a world where he can fully dwell with mankind. In order for that to happen, both the place and the people need to be conformed to his image and likeness. Just like Little Italy is Little Italy because the people and the place are conformed to the image and likeness of Italy. For God to dwell with us and make his home with us, the people, that's us, and the place, that's earth, must become like God. But there are two problems. Yep, you guessed it. Neither the place nor the people are currently conformed to his image. To understand it better, it would help if we zoom out and get a bigger picture of the story of God seeking to dwell with mankind. The first time God made his home with humanity was when he gave Moses the instructions on building the tabernacle. There was one rectangular building called the Holy Place. However, there was a thick veil in the back that separated a tiny portion of the structure from the rest of the room. That small room behind the curtain or behind the veil was called the Most Holy Place. And that is where the presence of God dwelt. God had made himself a home among men, but it wasn't exactly sunshine and rainbows. Access to God's presence was extremely restricted. God kept himself behind the thick veil within the most holy place. And only one person, the high priest, on only one day of the year, could go behind the curtain and be in God's presence. Nobody else was allowed to be in God's presence. But why the veil? Why would God promise to come near to dwell with man and then create a veil to stay separate? See, God is so unimaginably holy and good that anything that's imperfect, even in the slightest degree, cannot stand in his presence. In other words, it's too dangerous for imperfect people to be in the presence of an eternally good God. The moment someone steps into God's presence who's imperfect, they would be destroyed completely. God wants to dwell with us, but he knows that if we stroll into his presence as sinners, we'll be destroyed. So he sets up all these restrictions so that he can, in fact, dwell with his people without destroying them. This was the way that God dwelt with man in the Old Testament. Essentially, the environment of God's presence was with the people, but it was confined to a small room so that they wouldn't be destroyed. Within that small room, the environment of God's presence was complete. In other words, the place was taken care of. Within the veil, the place was conformed to God's image and likeness. Imagine if that place was all of civilization. Imagine if the environment of the world, and not just that small room, was conformed to God's image. Imagine if the entire earth was transformed like the most holy place so that the earth would look like heaven. Now that would be amazing. But even if that happened, it's still not enough for little Italy to be formed. The place is all set, but the people also have to be conformed. The buildings, streets, and shops are all Italian. But what about the Italian people? Well, when Jesus died on the cross... God began a new era of dwelling with mankind. The moment that Jesus died, a miracle took place. The physical veil that was in the tabernacle was ripped in half from top to bottom. Since Christ's death, God would dwell with his people in a new and better way than the Old Testament. Our body would be a temple of the Holy Spirit. How is that possible? 
Remember how we mentioned that anything imperfect that steps into God's presence would be destroyed? When Jesus died on the cross, he took care of our sinfulness and imperfections once and for all. He washed them away. And now because of that, we're able to go to God directly. It's not restricted to one person one day a year. Communion with God is totally free and open to anyone on any day of the year. All we need to do is believe this message of salvation and the danger associated with God's presence will be done away with. The moment we do that, God dwells within us. It's the new and better way that God dwells with humanity. No longer does God dwell in buildings, but in believers. He doesn't dwell in the Holy of Holies. He dwells in the human heart. John 14 says that if anyone loves me, my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. So there, the people are taken care of. Now, by the indwelling of the Spirit of God in our hearts, the people are conformed to the image of God. Imagine an entire civilization of redeemed people, a place where everyone is perfectly conformed to God's image. See, in the Old Testament, God dwelt with humanity by transforming a place. And now in the New Testament, God dwells with humanity by transforming the people. But in order for God to fully dwell with man, both the people and the place need to be totally and fully conformed to God's image. In the final chapters of the Bible, we read a promise of what God will do. It says that he will create a new heaven and a new earth, and the announcement will be made. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. At the end of history, at the culmination of our existence, God makes his permanent home with us. God fully transforms the people and the place so that he can dwell with us forever. It's like a combination of the Old and New Testament ways of God dwelling. The most holy place where God can form the environment to his image is what the entire civilization will look like. And all the people who live there will be made perfect. All those of us who are sinners now, if we put our full trust in Christ, he will transform us to be citizens of that civilization so that we can dwell with God. And God will dwell with us because both the people and the place will be transformed into his image. The story of God's presence in the Old and New Testament are not two different stories. It's one grand story about how a perfectly good God made it possible for horribly sinful people to dwell with him forever.